So I was going to text you today when I was on the train. <laughs> I had my this phone out today. This happened today. This was literally today. This is this morning when I was coming home from the gym. Um, uh, I got on. The I was asleep. So I'm glad you didn't text me that you were dying because yeah. I would not have responded. I was, I actually genuinely thought that that was going to be the last like moment of my life. And I was like going to text you. Um, something bad is about to happen to me just in, it, because if it happens, I need someone to know. Um, but something bad's about to happen to me. Cause I didn't tell anyone I got up at like the, the ass crack of dawn to go to the fucking gym and I didn't say anything. So I was like, someone should know that I'm not home. Someone should know that I died on this train today. So I get on the train to come back from the gym. And um, I would have been so sad, like waking up and I couldn't find you. And then like, it turns out you died on the train. Bro, I would have been pissed because I only had to ride one stop. <laughs> I only had to ride one like, stop like, on the I train. Walked, I should have walked. I should have walked. I should have taken the bus. It's not even that. It was that I got to the train station and I waited 20 minutes for the L to, to get there. Stop. To go one stop. I didn't want to walk. I hurt my ankle and I'll get into that later. But I didn't want to walk. So I, I was like, I'll just wait. It's fine. I'll just sit under the heating light and I'll wait for the, the, the fucking L to get here. And I did. And I get on the train and behind me gets on. Uh, an erratic man who is carrying a it's similar to um like one of those backpacks that you drink the water out of camelbacks mm. it looks kind of like a camelback okay. it's a small backpack like a little side satchel sort it goes on your back like it's a proper backpack but it's just okay. smaller it's like more tubular i suppose okay. um and he stands right next to me and he's talking to himself under his breath and looking around the train and at this point, I turn off what I'm listening to on my on my headphones so I can hear him. And he's just muttering. I can't really understand what he's saying. But he keeps grabbing his backpack. And I look at the backpack now for the first time. And it has something sticking. Like, it's inside the backpack, but the shape of it. You can see that it's, like, stuffed in there. And it looks exactly like a gun. You can see, like, where, like, the handle would be. Mm-hmm. looks exactly like a gun. And I'm sitting here like, fuck, fuck, please just wait until I get off at the next stop. Like, you can kill every bitch on this train, but just wait one stop. Just think of all the fresh people, the fresh victims you could get if you just wait one stop so I can get off the damn train. And he's like, his pacing has increased and his muttering has increased. And he sits down directly across from me and he puts his backpack on his lap. And he's looking around more and like muttering under his breath and like looking at people and like kind of pointing at them to himself and saying stuff. And he doesn't like, I, he doesn't look homeless. I still don't think he was a homeless guy. Like he, he, he didn't seem homeless, just maybe unstable or, you know, has some sort of mental illness. I don't know. But he starts to unzip the backpack. And that's when I start texting you. I'm like, this is it. Fuck. We couldn't even get one stop. Ugh. Couldn't even get to the next stop. And it's a short ride. It's like less than a minute. And I'm like, <laughs> my God, this is how it ends. Fucking shit. I'm going to die on the L. No, I can't go out like this. Ah, oh, if you just waited. But then he, <laughs> he zips the backpack and pulls out an entire bottle of champagne <laughs> and uncorks it on the train and starts drinking it out of the bottle. It was fucking amazing. Because, you know, if I had stopped looking at him and I heard that pop, I would have freaked the fuck out. You, I would have been certain it was been, a gunshot. I would have been so would have been sure it was a gunshot. You would have been on your belly on the bottom oh, yeah. of the train car. Oh, yeah. I literally was like, okay, what seat can I slide under to try to like... And I'm like, God damn it, I should have been going to the gym more so I could fit under the fucking seat. And I'm like, I can't get up and go through the door. I'm st- sitting right next to it, but he's going to shoot me because I've never gone between train cars while it's moving and I don't know how to do it. <laughs> Can I hide inside the little prison cell? No, the door's probably locked. <laughs> like To be honest, going between train cars while it's moving is possible, but it's a very harrowing experience, I have to say. I've done it, and you will feel like you're about to die yeah. in the moment where it's like, I'm outside of the train right now. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it's horrifying. <laughs> Whenever I see people do it, I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to risk it all for what? Yeah. <laughs> I guess, though, it's mostly homeless people I see doing it. So like they're already they're risking already all, losing. They don't they don't have much left to lose. And I feel bad for them, but like that's the situation. But anyway, yeah. So this guy just starts fucking chugging champagne, and I was 
I like couldn't contain it. I was just laughing. I was laughing out loud at what I had thought was about to happen. And then the reality of this guy just like trying to see if anyone was going to bust him for drinking. And then he starts singing. He's like singing and smiling. And like, as I'm leaving, he gets up, he starts dancing with his bottle of champagne. I'm like, I thought this man was about to kill me. And he's like he the most trying to have a good time. He's like the most happy go lucky person. <laughs> but he was wearing all black. He had not like a normal mask on, but like one of those like, you know what the Nazis wear, like the white supremacists wear the like baklavas. Oh, yeah. But huh. it, it was like, I guess it is cold. It is cold, but it was like, it didn't seem like he was wearing it to keep himself warm. But he took it off when he started drinking champagne. Like, it's just like some, he's just some Mexican guy with face tattoos singing, singing along on to music on his phone at that point, <laughs> drinking the champagne. And I'm like, I really thought this guy was a white supremacist and that he, he was, was going to kill me. He was checking for cameras. <laughs> he was checking for cameras. This guy's having the time of his life. So that's how I didn't die on the train today. Um, all's well that ends well. That's fucking insane, dude. It was, it was, I really first a moment was like, fuck, that's it. <laughs> this is how I go. Having to ride one fucking stop. So young. So young. <laughs> so close to becoming hot. Gone to the gym two times. I'm on my way. My fitness journey just begun. I ordered protein shake powder and pre-workout stuff <laughs> i was on the come up and you're killing it i was getting ready for hot girl summer in december <laughs> well that's that's how you do it yeah you gotta start prepping for hot girl summer six months in advance if you want results past two years i've woken up and it's been may <laughs> and i've looked down and i've been like it will not be hot girl summer for me this year it will be oversized t-shirt and loose shorts summer for me yet again <laughs> not this year not this year and if he had killed me and ruined that for me as i'm prote- I would have haunted him i would have been so mad i would have been so pissed i mean i wouldn't have felt anything i'd be dead but you know i i definitely definitely would curse him on the way out <laughs> how girls you ruined, <laughs> you, you ruined hot girls Somebody, somebody like comes to your aid and like, like puts I'm their like hand. You're, you're coughing. They put their hand on your neck, and you're like, "It ruined Those are my last words. Somehow it's recorded, and that person's standing there like it's December. <laughs> yeah, they just drop me and walk away. I'm like, all right, bitch. One, two. Take Neil podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rayvana, here with my beautiful, wonderful co-host who almost would have had to deliver the news of my death today. Uh, I Jay. still would have recorded the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you tell people I died. <laughs> Folks, unfortunately, I just got this cryptic text from Ray, and then I heard that there was a shooting on a train. I'm just going to assume that was her. <laughs> um, one out. I did order mules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I ordered, I ordered sushi I ordered- and mules before I heard the news, so... Uh, <laughs> one of her favorite drinks to commemorate yeah <laughs> drink them if you got them smoke them if you got them pour one out for the dead homie <laughs> and then let's all get on with our fucking lives all right it's not like you knew her anyway <laughs> i'm the one grieving <laughs> but since i teased it in the intro i want to go do my l first if that's okay yeah so i wasn't joking i am prepping for hot girl summer now i'm also just trying to extend you know my life beyond the age of 50 Mm. so you know i'm trying to get in better shape i wouldn't say your diet 50 shape no no i'm I'm not i'm not live to an age where people are like oh wow liver will die at 50 but the rest of you would be fine that's true i just get a liver replacement essentially and can you drink You're 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 entitled to one can you get a could you drink if you get a liver transplant? <laughs> I'm definitely dying in a bit after I said that. Um, uh, there, there was an episode of Shameless about this, I think. I can't remember. Um, their dad had to get one. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then he had to stop drinking. Well, he had to cut down and he couldn't do it. Oh. But he didn't die. So. Well, I, I don't think I'm going to model myself <laughs> off of him. So I think I'll, think I'll maybe tone it down. But, um, but yeah, so I, I have been trying to, you know 
be healthier. I've been eating healthier. I've been uh, sticking to my sponsored by factor meal uh, kits and they've been pretty good. So, um, but I haven't been going to the gym almost at all lately. So I was like, okay, I need to get back into a good routine and I need to, I need to do the treadmill every single day and then work out four days a week. So I got up at the ass crack of dawn two days in a row on Saturday. I got up at five in the morning. Wow. And I left the apartment by like five twenty. Wow. Yeah, to go cause only because I wanted to watch the USA versus, um, uh, versus, the netherlands at nine and i wanted to stream it so i was like i want to get this done out of the way so that i'm ready to go by the time the match starts and i did it so good job ray um but i got up and i went and it was cold and i wasn't properly dressed for the cold i mean i had my jacket and stuff on i was wearing sweatpants but um for anyone who doesn't know i broke my ankle really bad when i was 16 i got his side by a car while i was riding a skateboard um put my foot down to try to stop me from moving um, and broke my ankle in my leg tremendously. And so when it's cold, I need to be more careful because it it feels like shit. I don't know. Anyone who's had a broken bone and has like metal plates and pins and shit knows screws and all that knows that when it's cold or the weather changes, it hurts. <laughs> and I didn't take that proper precaution. So then I did an hour on the treadmill um, and... Do you have to tell airports this? No, it's not the type of metal that um, is like magnetic or whatever. So it doesn't, mm. they usually don't pick it up. But when they do like the full body, like the puff of air goes up your ass so they can see inside <laughs> and probe you or whatever. What? <laughs> the full body scanner ones, they used to like put a, it used to set a I puff of air. I never had to do that in my life. <laughs> but um, no, they can just sort of tell what it is based on their like thing. You know, I've never had anyone ask me about it. Uh, except for Six Flags one time. They were like, what's going on down there? I was like, how did you see this? Why do you have better technology than the airport? Why did you detect this? What do you think I'm going to do? Fucking blow up a ride? That's crazy. That's awesome. Maybe I will. I get When I get on the Iron Wolf, it's over. I'm pretty sure they had to shut that ride down because it was so dangerous. I, to this day, have never been on it because every time I was there, it was always closed down because something had recently happened. Just Google Iron Wolf, Six Flags Great America, Gurney, Illinois. Genuinely the most dangerous ride I've ever seen in my life. You stood up. And it hurt really bad. And there was like not proper like latching systems to keep your head in place. So just be rattling around like a bitch. Everyone left that ride feeling terrible. (laughs) Um, Anyway, but yeah, so I finished my my 60 minutes on the treadmill or whatever. Um, And I'm walking back to the train station. I'm like, oh, my foot kind of hurts. Okay. Like my ankle, my foot kind of hurts. Whatever. I'm just going to ignore it. I get home. I do my stream and I stand up. And I'm stumbling because my foot hurts so bad. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) My foot really hurts. So I must have heard it running, which is embarrassing. I didn't fall. I was just moving. I had just been so stagnant that my body was like, oh, she's lightly jogging for an hour. Let's destroy every foundation she has built. (laughs) Let's make it so she can never do this again. She's going to have fat girl summer once again, baby. But so this morning I get up, I'm trying to walk to the train station. It's way worse. It hurts uh, immensely. Like I'm pausing to like roll out my ankle, but I'm still moving towards the gym. I'm like, <laughs> no, yeah, it'll be fine. Once I start running, it's going to feel better. <laughs> um, It didn't. But I did the full 60 minutes again. But I was like running and I was like, ah, ah. Ah. <laughs> like I must have looked fucking insane. I must have looked insane because I wasn't like overly tired. I finished and I could have gone longer, like just based on like being exhausted or whatever. I was not exhausted, but my foot, my dang foot hurt so fucking bad <laughs> that I was like, I gotta get. I, I did it, but I was like, I gotta get off this bitch. And then I limped to go get the paper towel. I got off from running on the treadmill and limped to the damn paper towel thing so I could wipe down the machine. Did you do any weights after that? No, I wasn't planning on it. And I do weights during the week, not on the weekends. But um, okay, I said that like I've not just started this plan Saturday, which again was yesterday. yesterday. But yeah, no. So I, I, I mean, this woman knows what she's doing in the gym. Actually, fun 
fact, the reason I first started going to the gym was to hang out with you. Yeah, we went to the um, same we little shitty this, gym we in our hometown. <laughs> we went to the same gym in our hometown, and it was it was a fun little. Okay, now we're gonna do this. Yeah, and like <laughs> learn lifting. <laughs> like I I I was working out this year uh, because there's a gym at my school, but I just wasn't doing the amount of cardio that is necessary to not continue to get bigger and outgrow all my clothes <laughs> like i'm like i'm a fucking toddler growing out of my clothes every year <laughs> not but not because i'm moving upwards or because i'm moving outwards <laughs> but um she's like i could either do four drinks less per week or start running an hour most, a day an hour a day I, anyway, anyway, I'm go- I was on the treadmill for an hour so that I could continue to consume the same amount of alcohol that I am already consuming. But um, yeah, so then I leave and bro, my ankle is fucked. I am literally I had to limp my ass home. I got to walk six blocks from the gym to the train. I have to narrowly die in a tragic champagne bottle incident on the train and then i gotta limp my ass 10 blocks home it's gotta be more than 10 from train stop Mm -hmm. because the bus wasn't running because it's the fucking weekend and the bus sucks on the weekend so i'm just limping my ass home stopping every once in a while to go god damn it that hurts out loud meanwhile there's some santa motorcycle bullshit going on next to me and i just want to pull out an ak-47 from my camel back and mow them all down because they're irritating me um but yeah so that was my l it still hurts you saw me hobbling around the apartment i got my my foot wrap on now but it still hurts doesn't feel good and i will be back at the gym tomorrow and i will do the full hour again tomorrow and i'm not gonna let this heal and it's gonna get worse and worse until i have to go to the hospital i know that's what i'm gonna do i'm planning on it at this point (laughs) We'll keep you posted, folks. Yeah, I'll keep you updated. My, uh, I'll, I'll post a selfie from the pod account when I inevitably have to go to the urgent care. <laughs> well, I had an interesting... I guess you could call it an L. Um, it's more drama that... I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast. I think I was going to save it for like a, um, like a Patreon bonus thing. Uh, so I didn't talk about the initial story yet. However, oh, we did talk about this. Did we? We did. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think maybe. Yeah, because I remember because Ro was here for that episode. Okay, maybe. Well, anyway, <laughs> if you're a longtime listener, you may recall there's uh, this couple I know loosely. <laughs> um, I'm well, a- definitely loosely. <laughs> <laughs> I met them both during the pandemic, and in 2021, I almost became an accidental homewrecker for their relationship. Now, I have to specify, it really was an accident on my part. I don't even know if I should say accident. It was like one of them lied. And I think you're totally cleared from that. No, I I don't feel bad about it at all whatsoever. But like... (laughs) Basically, I'm sorry I ruined your relationship. Actually, I'm not sorry. <laughs> not my problem. It's, I didn't though. No, it, he did. He did. He like, definitely was the person at fault. Yeah, but it was like. But long, yeah, long, sto- long story short, there's this couple. When I met them, they were definitely non-monogamous. Um, and let uh, I so like the 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 female half of the relationship was married. And the lady part of the, the lady relationship. Part. <laughs> she was married and she also had this boyfriend and he's the other player in the story. Um, he, I think, was either just with her or he had just gotten out of like a, a secondary relationship. But it, I think it was he just was with her and she was living with her husband at the time and dating him. Um, she eventually gets a divorce at some point during the pandemic for unrelated reasons. Um, and I, I don't, I don't even know if they were together when she got a divorce. I think they had briefly split up for a little bit. And then I think maybe got back together after she, uh, got a divorce and moved to Chicago. Um, then she starts seeing just him, uh, basically like all the time, like she's not seeing anybody else. And I meet them during the course of like this sort of 
progression, right? Like I'm, I started really talking to her in like 2020 and all of this happened basically in 2020. Oh no, I'm sorry to interject. You're right. You haven't told the story. You told the story about the person who you slept with and then you also slept with their ex-wife. Yes. 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 (laughs) That's what I was thinking. My ex fuck buddy. Yes. (laughs) Um, but (laughs) so, um, we, you know, things start opening up again in the middle of 2021 and I start like hanging out with them in person. They seem to really like me, you know, like they're constantly inviting me to events that they're invited to. They're like, oh my God, we're going here. Like you should come to, um, you know, they're constantly like driving me home after events that all three of us happen to attend. Um, you know, like shit like that. Like it was, I was just like, oh, we're like good Judy's like we're, we're having a good time, you know? Um, I'm also getting these vibes from them that like, it kind of seems like they're doing that couple thing where they're like, we saw you from across the room and uh, we just wanted to know if you'd be interested in like joining us for a (laughs) night of fun, (laughs) you know, some shit like that. Um, I just get these vibes from them because the boyfriend is flirting with me constantly, like nonstop. Mm -hmm. Um, And, uh, she keeps making these little comments like, oh, I love when people who are like clearly attracted to each other, like hook up, you know, um, like weird things to say if you weren't like trying to imply something, yeah, you know, but also like plausible deniability. And so I, I'm not, I don't do anything about it. Like I, I, I don't like ask them or anything. I'm just kind of like, oh, well, they're flirting with me in front of each other. So clearly it's fine. And I know that they're non-monogamous because she was married five seconds ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, uh, at some point after an event that all three of us are at, um, she goes home first because I think she had to work in the morning and then he drives me back to my apartment at the time. And, uh, like basically propositions me once I get there once we get there and I'm like, oh, um, for like, I'm not even thinking in terms of like, oh, are you going to get in trouble for this? Like, cause like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Like, uh, in, in, in like non-monogamy circles, like, um, you just kind of assume everyone's being upfront because it's like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Your partner does not care if you like do like, like, if you like hang out in that way with other people, like it's, it's fine. It's part, that's part of your arrangement. Um, so I don't like automatically feel suspicious when like somebody who I know is, or who I assume is in a non-monogamous relationship is like, Oh, do you want to like hook up or whatever? Um, but for some reason that particular night I was like, I think I wanted to go to bed. Yeah. I think I was like, Oh, I think I, cause I was working. This was back when I was working at like seven 30 in the morning Ugh. every day. And I think I probably had work the next day. So I think I was like, Oh, well I should really go to bed. Cause it's kind of late and I have to like get up early. And so I was kind of like, I don't know, but something about the way he presented it made me think like, if I don't take you up on this opportunity now, we might not have a chance again. I don't know why I thought that. I'm not sure what about what he said made me get that impression because I don't think he said that explicitly. Yeah. But the implication was there. And so, you know, I let him come into my apartment. We didn't have sex or anything, but like, um, you know, we we like did some like playful, like flirting, you know, whatever. Um, And you gave him a handy. Um, yeah, I think so. Okay. That's um, like the least, that's like, like the, the lowest, lowest tier of, that's middle school <laughs> sex. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it, uh, like it was like, um, I think we maybe did like kissing in a handy or something like that. Like it was like no penetration, no mouth stuff. Like it's, no mouth stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mouth stuff would raise it to another level, but just yeah, that's like tier two, but jerking um, him off, maybe not even to completion that's <laughs> just like yeah. all right <laughs> i mean that doesn't even i touched count. your dick but yeah. who hasn't <laughs> um uh and so the very next morning he messages me like i fucked up um actually like she and i had decided recently like a week ago that we were gonna go monogamous and i didn't say anything and like um i didn't actually because caveat he told me explicitly he said oh i already talked to my partner and she's okay with it she like cleared it it's fine and again 
he had been flirting with me for the past several weeks in front of her. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know why that wouldn't be the case. There's I there's no reason for me to not believe you. Um, And (laughs) so, uh, yeah, uh, that that's a whole thing. I, I end up like messaging her and I'm like, hey, um, I don't know how you're feeling about this, but yeah, th- that happened. And she responds actually pretty negatively. She's like, um, I, uh, I, I know it's like more his fault than yours, but like, I don't know if I can look at you the same way again. And the relationship with her pretty much just ended there. Uh, hmm. like I still see her in public cause we're in the same social circles, but she was very like cold to me afterwards. Like we didn't like talk anymore. Like, yeah. And they stayed together. Well, I saw her last night. I was, um, or not last night, on Friday night. Um, I was out with my coworkers. Uh, I usually get off work at like 10 or 11. And so uh, if we're out, we're like out late anyway, and we don't usually have to work the next day until four. So um, we like to go out on like Friday or Saturday. And um, so my coworker, he's like, it's Friday night. Let's go out. Um, and we actually like meet up with like a bunch of our coworkers. We, there's like the two of us, there's another coworker, my coworker's husband, um, and my boss comes as well. Um, and so we're all like drinking together and then we go to a second bar. I almost did not go to the second location. I almost went home from the first one, but I was like, they're like let's do one drink at this other gay bar Mm. like um and if you guys are familiar with the gay scene we went to touche touche's nasty okay (laughs) like that's like a one of those one of those gay bars that has like sex rooms in the back like touche touche is disgusting but um i was like oh i could do one more drink and like they're gonna play pool or whatever like it could be a little 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 time um and so next to that is like this like leather shop this like uh store where like they have got like sex toys and they've got like you know it's like one of those places um we walk in me my coworker, and my boss who like we drove there and like uh my coworker's husband and my other coworker um uh took his car mm-hmm. um and so we the three of us arrive i walk in and who do i see the only two people in this shop at 2 a.m the girl i almost home wrecked or sort of partially home wrecked and she looks at me and she's like, hey, Jay. Ugh. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, we're wandering around. I think later the um, the husband joins us uh, because uh, the other two park. And, um, you know, we wander around for a bit and then make our way to the, the bar next door. And I'm just like. That's crazy. <laughs> I haven't seen her in a long ass time. And I see her here yeah. in a random sex store in a part of town I don't go to at 2 a.m. on a Friday night. That's crazy. Um, and the next morning, who messages me? Who DMs me? Her fucking boyfriend. No. Yes. Uh, yes. No. Yes. He DMs me the day after. Did he know? I don't think so. I don't know why he would have, but I check their like respective profiles. They are not dating anymore. Ooh, that is such a weird coincidence. That's such a weird coincidence that they happen to no longer appear to be together. I see her on Friday night and on Saturday morning, his ass messages me and is like, you know, I've been an asshole in the past, but um, I was hoping we could put that behind us and maybe I could like, uh, like treat you to a drink or something. No. And I'm like, the last time I hung out with you, I got ostracized from my social circle. Yeah. What makes you think I'm going to hang out with you again? And I know this man wants to fuck me. Yeah. Like, I know for a fact. He wants more than just that that middle school like, hand job. <laughs> like, he's... I, I'm, I'm like, first off, bro, I'm positive you're diseased. I am uh-huh. positive. Um, he's positive. <laughs> he's positive, yeah. Um, and secondly, hanging out with you 
only brings bad luck. Yeah. Literally only brings misfortune. There's nothing good that can come of this. Um, I'll also just say, and then we'll, you know, we we'll get on. I'm so fascinated when they broke up, though. Yeah. Because it's so funny that I saw her last night. He messages me in the morning. They broke up And their night. relationship <laughs> status is no longer associated. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. But I was just say, and then and we'll just move on. She was incredibly mean to you. Incredibly. Oh, yes. You said she was cold. She was downright awful to you after that happened and it i understand like if my partner cheated on me with somebody that i knew it would hurt and i would have a hard time being around them for a while Mm -hmm. but like she was mean to you and like treated you badly and had everyone else be called to you too and it really is not your fault and she stayed with him yeah the cheater (laughs) i was like I remember I was so mad during that whole situation because I was like, how did I end up being the only loser in this situation? Because your boyfriend lied to you and to me um, to get like a fucking cheap hand job. And now I'm the pariah. Like, that's crazy. It's his fault. (laughs) Like, um, and like, I don't know. I get like maybe like seeing me reminds her of the fact that she's dating uh, somebody who is not trustworthy because again they had just decided to be monogamous and they had just decided that maybe they were going to move in together or whatever and so i'm thinking he probably did this so that he could sort of um create discord so that he didn't have to go through with all that but they stay together anyway so it's just like okay so you're gonna work it out and have a you know dandy little time and I'm just kind of like shafted, socially ostracized. And now I can't like go to any events that you are hosting or like attend, you know, because our social circles were pretty merged. Yeah. Like one of her good friends is also a good friend of mine. Like it was awkward for a long time. We it would was, go to the same shit. It was really awkward for me, too, because your social circle, uh, my so- social circle is you. So, you know, this really was hard for me as well. I was coming home every day like, you know what? She, she like shoulder checked me she today. She literally did though. She <laughs> fucking shoulder checked. But um, she, she like, she like, um, she was like move and would like shoulder check me like to get past me. I'm like, that's just uh, like untenable behavior in public. I'm like, like, who does? You're just a you're bad a person. You're like, a mean. Even if you don't like them, don't behave like a 12 year old. Like, what the fuck is that? Move. Like, you could have just treated me like a stranger you don't know yet. I can't remember. Was she white? No, she's Asian. Ooh, and that segues directly into our next topic. You've been playing a racist game. So the game. It's a racist game. Just tell them. Don't don't tell them. Don't give them a, a context. Tell them the name of the game. Chinese parents. Chinese parents is the name of the game. That's racist. It's got to be racist. That's so got to be racist. I'm going to describe the game to you. And it is going to sound more and more racist the further I get into it. Because um, it's a game called Chinese parents where you play as like you're like raising generations of children, right? And so uh, you are the baby. You come into uh, existence, you're a baby, and you're like, you know. Are you also Chinese? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Your whole family is Chinese. Um, and uh, so, so you come into existence as a baby, and like you're developing in certain ways, and like learning new skills, and like developing in certain Chinese ways apparently <laughs> you're learning Chinese learning English learning math learning science learning geography whatever as a baby um, well as you grow <laughs> <Okay>. up <laughs> um you like learn more things as you get older but um so uh yeah so you're going through this game and um you are trying to your parents will set goals for you sometimes they're like oh i think you should do this or i think you should learn this or um you know you should go into you should do mathematics or like you should uh learn piano mm. um and like <laughs> yeah that's it's getting more racist yeah those two the dichotomy of learning math or playing piano <laughs> it's getting more and more racial <laughs> <laughs> and so uh you're like trying to get into good schools um and like develop in certain ways or whatever and like get new traits and there's this little face-off game where like you're talking to a relative and your mom has to like aggressively brag about her child um and the other family relative is like um you know uh 
just making little snotty comments and like the health goes down based on like <laughs> you die I- because your aunt was too mean <laughs> your mom your mom wasn't bad enough of a bitch <laughs> she couldn't come back with the quickness so you fucking die <laughs> shit like that um and like uh yeah so you're trying to balance their expectations and your stress and like you know, you're trying to like get a job or all, you know, it's like a sim game basically, yeah. but like it's revolving around it's based in China and your parents are Chinese and like, you, I don't know, it's like the the stereotype of like, oh, your parents have high expectations for you. Yeah. You know, um, so racist like, game, if you will. <laughs> so it's like on the face of it, it does sound racist, maybe thematically, but. I assume it was made by a Chinese person. I, I don't know. I feel like if it was made by a Chinese person, they wouldn't need the, you know, qualifier Chinese parents. Okay. It would just be parents. But then it wouldn't make sense as a marketable game. Yeah, but it, it, if they're leading into the stereotypes, good for them. <laughs> but I'm just saying, and you as a black woman playing this game, there's been some tensions between the black community and the Asian community as of late. So we need to find a way to bridge those gaps and resolve that Me before we playing get to Chinese parents. Before we get to a next like rooftop Korean situation, <laughs> like they fucking spot you there as like a scope <laughs> playing <laughs> playing Chinese parents, and they're like, she's clear, she's clear, she's clear. <laughs> She's with it. She gets it. No, that's Nobody's- definitely a racist game. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's no There's no way that was made by Chinese people. I'm going to look it up right now. There's no shot that was made by Chinese people. But it is very fun. Chinese parents game. Let's find out right now live on the show. Show's not live. Um, can I find out on Steam? Let's see. Well, the developer it has... Psychological a- horror. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it is written in Chinese on the screen. So that's a good sign. Where does it say? Oh, developers' names. It's not Chinese. It's not the language, but... The developer and the publisher are Moyuan Games. Games. That's the... Okay. All right. Well, you're clear then. You're not racist. This is definitely made in in China. Although... I am simply supporting... Bro, the artwork for this game is so insanely racist. Their skin is literally yellow. Like, it's... There's not, like, a... That could not even be a color of someone's skin unless you have jaundice. (laughs) That's wild! You know, I guess if if it's made by Chinese people, but I guess it's supposed to be made to uh, appeal to an English-speaking audience and their perceived stereotypes. (laughs) I love it's that it's like labeled though. psychological horror. <laughs> this game it's where you're not- just being raised by Chinese people. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a it's not a um it, it's it's not a um horror game per se unless you are psychologically challenged by uh meeting your parents' yeah. expectations in which case or maybe just it is really scared of Chinese people. <laughs> If you like really leaned into the whole China virus thing, this game is not for you. <laughs> or maybe it is. I don't know. Anyway, definitely racist. I'm just going to, uh, you know what? In my head canon, that's a racist game. <laughs> um, speaking of racism, I'm just kidding. That's not a segue into what we're talking about next. Um, well, I mean, Unless. racists are assholes. And so might be some of these people. So it's time to bring it back to uh, a beloved segment that reminds me of the the bro, one. Bro, <laughs> I know you didn't just cut me off as I was doing my transition. I know you did not just interrupt me while I was about to say the name of the segment. Wait, but like you're <laughs> no, you're doing it again. You always do this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Am I the asshole? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> but you remember you are the asshole. <laughs> racist moms in the swimming pool oh yes that one was good because they both suck but she was definitely racist (laughs) uh but still fuck you for interjecting to say that (laughs) okay so this one is am i the asshole for kicking a server out of my wedding i and hold on one second because you interrupted me just to say hey you remember when we did this (laughs) yes But anyway, please don't ever interrupt me again, or I will beat the crap out of you. <laughs> My friends and I will kill you to death with hammers. I know that's right. I know that for sure. <laughs> um, you should have probably said something there because now it just looks like I'm a violent roommate. But <laughs> she is shit. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I twenty five F. It's okay. <laughs> I know you did not just interrupt me again. 
I, 25 female, and my husband, 30 male, and I got married last Friday. We planned our dream wedding down to our dream catering company. Who has a dream catering company? Like, what the fuck? I, like, I think about what my wedding's gonna be like sometimes, but I'm never just like, oh, I really want, you know, Imperial Catering to be the caterers. I just love their work. Like, I I think, like, I want this kind of food because I'm a normal person. Um, the wedding was beautiful after the pictures we headed to our cocktail hour, and that's when I saw That's when I saw her. That's when I saw her. <laughs> my guests were all told to wear dark colors, so my husband and I stood out. I also asked my guests to wear minimal makeup. I had assumed that applied to the staff, too, but did you tell them that? The server, 19-ish female, had on clearly too much eyeliner. She also had diamond studs in her ears and a flashy ring and one of those ugly nose studs. I'm going to pause right here. You are the asshole. I don't need to read one second more of this to know that you are the asshole. (laughs) And we've been pretty defensive of people's weddings. Like Mm -hmm. you, it's your day, whatever you want. Yeah. But you are a dick. Yeah. You're allowed to do whatever you want when it comes to your wedding. But I want you to know that you are to your core a piece of shit and that's why you had a dream catering company yeah maybe you should have been looking at the staff of the catering company so you made sure none of them had ugly nose piercings and too much eyeliner and a flashy ring i know she just means she had cat eyes i know she just means that she had winged eyeliner that's that's what she's saying but she saw an e-girl and immediately like had an aneurysm yeah for fuck's sake um the staff's uniform was uh, black a uh, long sleeve shirt, but on her, it was too low cut and her pants were far too tight. So she said she had tits and an ass. She and you got mad about it. She had tits and an ass. So, I, okay. It would be interesting to learn if the server is black and the woman, the, first of all, the woman writing this is white. Mm-hmm. Don't need, there's no investigation that needs to be done into that. Sure. But if she's just mad that there's like a person of, you know, who has a particular body type that mm. is, you know, common among black women. <laughs> I'm turning this racial because I hate this bitch. I'm making it racial. I'm, this is about racism. This one was about racism. I'm just going to say it's probably racial. Yeah. This gonna, I'm getting those vibes. I'm going to safely assume racial. <laughs> um, also just saying the shirt was too low cut. It's her uniform, bitch. That's what she wears to work. That's her work uniform. Um, that literally just means she has tits. Yeah, she's got big breasts. It was super distracting. She was. I also, when she said I told everyone to wear dark colors, I just assumed she was going to say she was wearing something really bright. Yeah. That wasn't no, the case. She was wearing the uniform she was, black shirt. She was wearing the fucking uniform, which is a dark color. Um... It was super distracting. She was walking around serving drinks and talking to my guests. I asked another member of the staff to speak to their boss. When their boss came out, I pointed to the server and asked that she be dealt with because she was super distracting. The bo- Their boss apologized and called the server back into the kitchen. Not even an hour later, the server was back out serving food for dinner. I called the boss over again and asked if he could, the server could work in the back or go home. Her boss said they were short-staffed tonight, so she would see what she can be, what can be done fucking hell after a couple of hours of not seeing her i saw the server again behind the bar i called the boss out jesus christ you stopped your wedding celebrations three times because you were mad about this busty broad (laughs) maybe you shouldn't have married a man all right if this woman is so distracting to you fucking hell um i called the boss out one last time and told her if the server didn't leave i would be calling the cops just call the police not only are you the asshole you should be executed yeah you don't deserve to live if i were at this wedding your husband would be a widow yeah like a widower like <laughs> she's mad that she had i would have taken you out back and beat the shit out of you until you die yeah like, <laughs> again i know my friends and i would have killed you to death with hammers um <laughs> killed you to death The boss finally relented and told the girl to go home. My husband and mother-in-law said I was acting crazy. Correct. And that I probably got a poor college kid fired over nothing. Correct. My mother and mother-in-law said it's my wedding so I can do, uh, wait. No, it's made Made of of honor. honor. Said it's my wedding so I can do what as I please. It's my wedding and I don't want someone overshining me. Oh, so she was hotter than you. She's hot. She's hot. She's hotter than you. Okay. When someone overshining me and the server should know she's at work and not dress up so much. She is wearing... Her work uniform. She was wearing her work uniform. She was not dressed up. She dressed the way that she dresses to go to her job. 
My God. Yeah, literally. Uh, somebody responded. Imagine spending your whole wedding worrying about what a server was wearing. What a waste. The good news is I have a feeling you'll get another shot at it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, the I, husband was like, if, you're crazy. If, if I was, if literally like, and shout out to him and his mom to say like, that's insane what you just did. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, if, if, if I married somebody and they did this at the wedding, I'd be like, Yo, let's get the priest back here because yeah, we gotta we get got, this reversed. Yo, Father, gotta, can you undo this shit? Is that how that works? We gotta with with you. Do we need lawyers? I'm sure. Like, I'm sure we can round up some lawyers here. Uh, like I have not. We have not even gone home yet. If we haven't fucked since you since we said I do, can we just annul it right now? Because my wife is apparently insane. Operating on the fact that this woman is black. Um, <laughs> the assumption, but the fact. Uh, her threatening to call the cops much worse yeah. egregious that's why i was i'm kind of like i gotta assume the server's black she like, gotta be black what for you to be like you're I'm gonna, gonna call, the call the cops if the server doesn't leave her job she's literally there to do her job you hired this company including her to come do this job she's doing it she's doing it and now you're mad that she came to work also you're trying to make your wedding worse because you don't want there's there's short staff you want them to be short staff you, you want them want to be the even shorter to staff not be able to get food or yeah okay but how do you get outshined by a bitch who's cleaning crusty plates off the tables also i gotta be honest with you and i want you all to know that i mean this with the utmost sincerity if you are a 25 year old woman getting married to your 30 year old husband and you personally feel outshined by a 19 year old server I want you to take this personally. Kill yourself. You should kill yourself. You should kill yourself today. Not a suggestion. <laughs> That's a demand. Today. Kill yourself now. You kill yourself, yourself now. now. <laughs> and I mean that with a hundred percent, with a thousand percent. My God, woman, you are the asshole. Fuck you. And I hope you got divorced. Okay. Next up on the agenda today. Our next, what am I the asshole? Would I be the asshole for telling my mom, a little, a little British, a little Brit bonga, <laughs> for telling my mom she can't get married within two to three months of my wedding? So back to back wedding stories. You wanna, you wanna take this one? Myself and my fiance. Hold on, pause. No ages? Huh? You don't even know how this works. No ages. Yeah. Get That's off your this. first strike. Get off this subreddit, bitch. That's <laughs> your first strike. Um. It sounds like this person is British, so I'm going to do an accent. Okay. Myself and my fiancé got engaged last year and were getting married this spring. My mum has been with her partner for 15 years. It was never clear whether they were going to get married due to other family dynamics. They are both divorced. My stepfather very casually proposed to my mum by simply mentioning to her in early 2021 they didn't start to move forward with any plans right away when i got engaged later last year my fiance took me ring shopping i was sending my mum possible pictures uh but we eventually went for a bespoke ring my mum then went to Wait, what's a, that mean a bespoke ring i'm yeah. not sure huh all right <laughs> we'll never I learn guess i guess we'll never learn i'm not looking it up uh, <laughs> That's what the life was like before the internet, by the way. Huh. Oh, what's this thing? Well, we don't, don't have that page in the encyclopedia. Like- we don't have that version of the encyclopedia. We ain't got that letter. So I guess we'll never know. It's just like, <laughs> what does that mean? I asked my friend and I asked somebody older than me, but they didn't know. So it doesn't. It's not real. <laughs> I will never learn. <laughs> anyway, my mom then went engagement ring shopping the next week for hers and only told me about it on the day. She got a more generic, but likely still more expensive ring, which meant she got hers only a week later. Since mine was being made from scratch, I didn't get mine until several months later. Myself and my fiance found this slightly distressing at the time because it was odd for her to get hers at the exact same time I was looking for mine. And then a bit of a letdown for her to get hers first. We did not say anything though. And that's a stupid reason to be upset. Like, yeah, I agree. You that's- care that your mom got her engagement ring before yours, even though she got engaged before you. Right. That's the thing. When she said that, I was like, oh, wait. So your mom got engaged first. You got engaged second. So really, it seems like you're stepping on your mom's toes. <laughs> okay. 
In the year that has passed, she has not made any wedding plans of her own. I have been planning mine a lot. I had told her that my fiancé and I had been looking at wedding rings for the last couple of weekends. I also sent her some potential pictures of ideas that I had. When I asked her how her weekend, uh, ha- when I asked her how her weekend was, she said that she and her fiancé had bought their wedding rings this weekend. We were shocked that they had deliberately bought rings right when I had told her we were looking at rings for a second time. My fiancé said that I need to tell my mom that she is not allowed to get married two to three months either side of our wedding. He is worried that since she keeps copying me, that she will do this again with the actual wedding. Hold on, though. It doesn't seem like she's copying you, though. No. I'm sorry. You. It seems like you are probing and she happened to have done it at the same time. That's what I don't get is that you sent her pictures of your wedding rings that you were thinking about. And then you said, how was your weekend? She's like, oh, I actually bought my ring. So she bought the ring before you sent those pictures. Yeah. So I don't think she's also kind of seems like she's not this tapped into your life. Yeah. Also, (laughs) um, she can't just happen to have the wedding two to three months outside of yours if she hasn't been planning one. Yeah, exactly. That's not how weddings work. The other thing is like, oh, she's doing these things that engaged couples do. She's copying me. Oh, you is, is everyone else in the universe who's also shopping for rings copying you? Every other engaged couple that's shopping for <laughs> rings, are they copying you too, bitch? Can they not get married two to seven years outside of your wedding window? <laughs> either side? Like, that's insane. Like, also... Weddings happen in the same time frame all the time. Yeah. Like in, uh, I think it was 2019. I went to four different weddings that year Mm -hmm. and like, they were all pretty close together. Like, and it was like the, I knew them because they were all in like the same sorority. Are they copying each other? Like, Mm -hmm. um, according to this person, they are. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Um, I agree, but I know that I can't control what they do. And otherwise, I have a very close relationship with my mom. I think she has just done these things thoughtlessly rather than maliciously. Um, So would I be the asshole if I asked her not to get married close to my wedding? Edit. People make a fair point that maybe two to three months being too long. I also, I probably would ask instead of tell if I decide to say anything. Maybe I should have included this info, but to be honest, I hadn't thought about uh, why we don't want them to get married close to us. Due to the aforementioned family dynamics, other family members don't want them to get married. So when they do, it will no doubt cause sulking and rifts for at least a few weeks with the other family members. Wait, what family dynamics? What is that? She's not saying. Okay. (laughs) But this is aforementioned. What family dynamics? She said family issues is why they didn't get married. Uh, Um, Oh, okay. It wasn't clear if they were going to get married due to family dynamics. Um, I really want everyone to just be getting along for my wedding. Update, thank you for your votes. I think I will simply ask her when she's thinking of getting married. I know I can't control what she does and I don't own the date, but I don't think that should stop me from asking uh, her if she would consider avoiding around my date as more of a favor. Um, she has made other weird comments like joking about borrowing my wedding dress. So there are other things that make me uncomfortable. She's spoken about just going to the registrar office and having a meal out afterwards. Uh, so it is a sort of thing that could be planned short notice. And that's why I'm worried she might do it on the spur of the moment, very close to mine. For anyone, uh, saying give a fake wedding date. I know some people plan weddings in six months, but most are planned at least a year in advance nowadays. We sent her to save the dates in September. So the suggestion wouldn't work. And also lying to her to try and manipulate her into avoiding my date seems like an even worse thing to do than openly discussing my feelings with her. And okay, to their credit, as much as this is like a stupid thing, she seems kind of mature about it. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's it's an irrational desire, but it seems like she's trying to go about it in a respectful way. I don't understand though. She said her and her mom are close. Her mom are close. Why can't she just say, Hey, when do you think you're going to have your wedding? Okay. Can you please not have it close to very close to ours? Because you know, I don't want the family to be up in arms. Like if you have it before ours, you know, people might think they don't have to go to both because they just went to yours. If you have it right after reverse issue or, you know, you know, the family, you know, the family tea, mom. So, like, let's not get everyone up and, and riled up <laughs> right before my wedding yeah. or just because they know that your thing is coming right after. Yeah, right. Or like, we don't want them fighting with you at our wedding about how you shouldn't be having one. Who I will say is the asshole. Fiance. Yeah. Why did the what? fiance bring this up? Like, yeah, what fiance did she say said, 
Um, yeah. My fiance said I need to tell my mom she's not allowed to get married two to three months either side of our wedding. Like what? Yeah, he's worried that since she keeps copying me, she'll do it again with the actual wedding. Like, kind of sounds like he's seeding the discourse. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with not the asshole mom, not the asshole fiance. Seek secret third thing, the asshole. Um, all right, last one. Am I the asshole? For forcing my guests to move to a hotel after they refuse to use the bidet. Now, this is not a wedding one, but I picked this one. Because she has a bidet. Because I, I am the biggest bidet advocate. Um, Not sponsored, but someday. That's my only dream, to be sponsored by Hello Tushy. Um, <laughs> sorry for all the poop talk. I live in a country with terrible plumbing. If you flush toilet paper, you are pretty much guaranteed to back up your toilet. I grew up in Colorado, so I know how weird it is to wipe after a dump and then put the paper in a garbage can instead of just flushing it. That is nasty. Mm. That is nasty. I know they have to do it in certain countries, but I would, I, I would not. I would not. I am using the bidet. I am blasting my ass and I am not putting poop in the garbage can. My God, that is disgusting. I one time in high school, I was hanging out with my friend whose family is from Mexico and went to the bathroom and they were doing that because they had to do it in Mexico. But it's like this ain't Mexico. You can flush toilet paper. You can flush the toilet paper, please, please. Um, like old habits die hard, I guess, but you got the good plumbing now. Use it. So I don't have to see what you used. <laughs> um, so I installed a wand bidet in all three washrooms in my retirement house. I was an older person. So after you poop, you just spray your backside down nice and clean. Then you use the toilet paper to dry your butthole. Nice, simple, and less gross in my opinion. I wish I had these when I lived in the States. So my brother and his wife came down for a visit. I told them that the rules for the bathroom and they both said that they understood. Apparently not. They clogged the two public bathrooms the first day. Then they asked me to use the one in my room. No, <laughs> that's mine. They asked me where they were supposed to go to the bathroom. I pointed them to the clogged ones and offered them a plunger and a drain snake. They said I was the host. It was my responsibility. I laughed in their faces. I will already say, how dare you? How dare you be like, well, you're the host after you clogged two bathrooms. <laughs> you and your nasty big ass dumps <laughs> clogged two toilets and now after being told in advance yeah how not to do that and now you're standing outside her bathroom rubbing your hands together <laughs> getting ready to clog a third going for the hat trick <laughs> i think the fuck not bitch <laughs> not using my bathroom absolutely i gotta shit somewhere <laughs> um so they asked me where they're supposed to go to the oh sorry um, so they packed up and left. They found a hotel and now they are on social media complaining about the shithole country I chose to retire to and calling me a terrible host for inviting them down, but not letting them use my bathroom. I would be so embarrassed. I would be so embarrassed to be going on. I know they're on Facebook, right? Cause these are old people. They're going on Facebook talking about how they clogged two toilets. You know, they didn't say they clogged two toilets. They said, she's not letting us use her bathroom. Well, maybe you should learn how to use a bidet instead of having to. It's so much less sanitary to be wiping dry paper across <laughs> your ass. Wash that and you bitch. Gotta get your hands in there. Yeah, like that's just you, just use the bidet, bro. Just learn how to use the bidet. It's not hard. It you, it's pretty intuitive. You know where to spray it. You know where the water's supposed to go. <laughs> My God, find your hole, bro. Bro, no, wait. Next line. I posted pictures of my bathrooms after they clogged them and asked if they knew to that to my home. <gasps> Bro, she's a beast. Oh, I had to bring back 2012 lingo for that. She fucking rocks. This is a bad bitch. She posted their dirty shit on Facebook. <laughs> That's awesome. They called me gross and immature for talking about their bathroom habits. I'm like, you, you did it first. I'm lost. They brought it up first. Anyways, they are calling me an asshole because they are having to spend money on a hotel when I live in a really nice house with guest rooms. But now everyone who knows the bathroom rules for down here is calling them idiots for not using the bidet or putting the toilet paper in the receptacle. Bro, you are not the asshole. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Also, you didn't actually force your guests to move to a hotel. They packed up and left because they were mad that they that you offered them the opportunity 
to clean up their mess and they didn't want to do it. Also, it's crazy disrespectful to like leave the toilet for the guests to clean or for the host to clean. You're like, yo, we just took some nasty dumps and wiped our asses with a full roll of toilet paper (laughs) and flushed that down the toilet. And now it's clogged. So you got to get in there, roll your sleeves up and and, uh, clean up my poop. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's right. They are the assholes. You are not. Also, this is so strange because I'm assuming these people are also from America. Yeah. In which case, it's just like you... You don't do that in the States. If you clog someone's toilet, the American thing to do is to embarrassly stay in that bathroom until you can figure out how to hide your shame. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you're, you're searching through every corner. You're opening up tiny medicine cabinets, hoping there's a full size plunger in there. You're looking for anything you can use. One time, one time my brother clogged my bathroom and he closed the door and he came over to me and he said, don't go in there. I'm not joking. He went downstairs and you know how when they're like, gonna be doing digging for construction they put those little flags they put those little flags down he grabbed one and came upstairs and fished out or fly, like unclogged the toilet with this fucking pipe stick. the pipe flag stick thing and then <laughs> walked out with it threw it off my balcony and was like it's all good now <laughs> did not even inquire as to whether or not you know i would clean it for him he just like embarrassing walked and said, do you have a plunger? And I said, actually, I don't. And he was like, all right, I'll be right back. <laughs> don't go in there. He's like, don't go in there. I'm going to go outside and figure out how to fix yeah. this. <laughs> Which is crazy because I live the block from Walgreens. I know they got plungers at Walgreens. <laughs> Come on, man. You was could... that in this house? No, no. This was in my apartment uh, oh, in college. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In college, yeah. Um, That's so funny. But we had two bathrooms, so it was like. And he used the, the like, smaller, the half bath, so it was fine. But, like, I mean, and he, he took care of it at the end of the day. I'm glad you guys were close now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad that he cleaned that up. <laughs> and and it didn't, you know, take to social media to say that I'm a bad sister because... Because you didn't unclog Because I didn't toilet. unclog the toilet that he took a massive shit in. <laughs> Bro, I'm so stuck on this, though. Like, they are obviously the assholes, and they are the dirty assholes in this instance. But, like... Going on social media, going on Facebook and posting, posting that your sister is a bitch because she wouldn't clean up your poop (laughs) is egregious. And then also doing racism, I'm assuming, because I'm assuming she probably moved to Mexico. I'm assuming she probably moved to Mexico. And so they're calling Mexico. There's no way. There's somewhere somewhere in Latin America. country isn't racist. Oh, yeah. They're definitely saying that she moved somewhere in Latin. Unless you're talking um and, and unless you're talking about serbia 